Dundonald Castle, Ayrshire, Scotland, late June 1297. Finlay Lamont was drunk again. Ewan Lamont sat in the back corner of the great hall of Dundonald Castle with the other young warriors and tried to ignore his father. But every raucous burst of laughter and belligerent boast that filtered back from Finlay's table near the front of the hall made Ewan want to slide deeper and deeper into his bench. "'That's your father?' one of the Earl of Menteith's squires asked. "'No wonder you don't talk much. He does enough for both of you.' The other young warriors around him laughed. Ewan wanted to bury his head in shame, but he forced himself to smile at the jest and act as if it didn't bother him. He was a man now, nearly seven and ten, not a boy. He couldn't run away the way he'd done as a child every time his father drank too much or did something outrageous. But his father's lack of control, his lack of discipline, was going to ruin everything. As it was, this meeting was like a bed of dry leaves next to a fire just waiting for a spark to ignite. Though the great lords gathered in secret here today were kinsmen, all descendants of Walter Stuart, the third, High Steward of Scotland, they didn't always see eye to eye. They had come to see whether they could put aside those differences long enough to fight the English rather than each other. Adding wild Finlay to the already volatile mix of men in the room was like holding up a blacksmith's bellows to fan the flames with hot air. Lots of hot air. But like Ewan, Finlay Lamont of Ardlamont was Sir James Stuart's man, and as one of Stuart's chief battle commanders, his father had a right to be there. If there was one thing Wild Finlay knew how to do, it was fight. It was keeping the fighting contained to the battlefield that was the problem. Wild Finlay's epitaph had been well earned. He was quick to fight, quick to argue, and quick to take offence. Rules, law, nothing could bind him. He did what he wanted, when and where he wanted. He'd seen Nguyen's mother thirty years ago at a local fair, decided he wanted her, and had taken her. It didn't matter that she was betrothed to his cousin and chief, Malcolm Lamont. It didn't matter if those choices nearly cost him, and their clan, everything. His father hadn't changed at all in the year since Ewan had seen him last, except for the missing finger. While Ewan had been in the borders in the service of Sir James Stuart, the fifth steward of Scotland, his father had gotten so drunk, he'd bet one of their kinsmen that he could pull his hand away from the table faster than the other man could draw his blade. The top joint of the middle finger on his right hand proved Finlay wrong. Ewan's reckless, more savage than civilized father was always getting into trouble. He spoke with his sword in his fists, usually in a whiskey-induced slur. Fighting and drinking were sports of which he never tired. And wagering. Finlay Lamont had never met a challenge too crazy or dangerous for him to like. The last time Ewan had been home, his father had wagered that he could fight a pack of wolves with his hands, bare-assed naked. He had, and won, although he'd suffered a serious injury to his leg when one of the wolves had managed to get his teeth on him. Instead of returning to Rothsay Castle for his training as he was supposed to that winter, Ewan had stayed at Ardlamont to act as chieftain to his clan while his father recovered. It had been six months before Ewan could return to Sir James's household. He'd missed every minute of it. But if there was one thing he'd learned from Sir James, it was the importance of doing his duty. He sure as Hades hadn't learned it from his father. Duty and responsibility were an anathema to Finlay Lamont. 
he left everyone else to clean up his mess. First Sir James, and now, if he got his wish, Ewan. But Ewan wasn't going back to Ardlamont. He didn't care what his father wanted. He was going to earn a place in Stuart's retinue, and hopefully, if the men in this room could be persuaded, join the uprising started last month by a man named William Wallace. King Edward of England had ordered the Scottish lords to appear in Irvine on July 7th. The question was whether they would march the five miles to Irvine to submit to the English, or march to do battle with them. Sir William Douglas, Lord of Douglas, had already joined Wallace and was trying to recruit his kinsmen, Stuart, Menteith, and Robert Bruce, the young Earl of Carrick, to do the same. Sir James was inclined to join the fight. It was the others who would need convincing that following the rebellion of a man who wasn't even a knight against the most powerful king in Christendom made sense. With any luck, Ewan would be marching off to his first...